Last time on Geek Force, the squad talked about the epic finale of House of Dim Dragons. Cat and the rest of the gang lamented the departure of Henry Cavill after this upcoming season of The Witcher, and we talked about the most blackest movie ever created, the Goofy Movie on Atlanta. But see what we're talking about today, now on Geek Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the lovely G-Squad of Ray, Marlon, and Amy. Welcome back, you guys. Especially welcome back, Ray, to a brand new episode. Happy holidays, y'all. Doing. Have a holly. It is not anything Christmas. yet. We just oh, finished wow. binging on chocolates. <laughs> we had to stop because copyright. copyright. Um, <laughs> that's that's, parody, that's also of. public domain, right? I feel like most Christmas songs are public domain. <laughs> Not Mariah. Bing Crosby. Not I think I, I feel like Bing Crosby's public domain, right? He's, he's gotta be. He's old, it's old as hell. It probably is there a Bing Crosby check. estate? Less than everybody has an estate these days. It's just oh, making money from true. saying a word, you know. So. Damn, you're right. You're right. Never forget Marvin Gaye. <laughs> Never forget that that estate. They get you. Um, welcome back, you guys. How's everyone doing? It's dark. We got some good stuff. It got dark yes. real quick. I forgot Today all this nonsense. Today marks the first day of uh, daylight saving. So we gain an hour of sleep, but we lose an hour of daylight. So I hate it. Hope you're all feeling okay. So make sure you get as much sun as you can. It sucked. It got dark at tomorrow. 450. It's ridiculous. I know. It's like, what's happening? That means- I hate it's it. nighttime. It's bedtime at five o'clock. God. <laughs> Meanwhile, shout out to all the pets who have no concept of time, knowing that dinner is now, but you have they have to wait another hour, or they have to wait earlier. Uh, I don't know how that works out. My cats weren't happy. They my cats know. were like, "This they is wrong. Know. You are feeding us way too late, my friend. Like, what is <laughs> <Yeah>. happening? <laughs> you know it is six o'clock. I'm like, it is not. I'm so sorry." <laughs> It's you're like you're lying. <laughs> like I am by my bowl, and you have not filled it up. This is. I'm going to call Peta. I'm calling Peta. I didn't really mean to speak to the manager. Do you know who I am? <laughs> Do you know who I am? I'm a big. I am deal. your child. Damn it! I own you. I am the owner. <laughs> you pick up my poop, okay? So don't exactly. don't get it twisted. There's a dynamic here. I'm at the top of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have some things on the agenda. Um, I'm going to start us off on a pretty sour note because this is near and dear to me. As you know, I am a Final Fantasy fanatic, um, especially Final Fantasy 14, which is basically the best MMO at the, at the moment. Um, the main director, we like to call him Yoshi P. Uh, he is also directing Final Fantasy 16, which is a, uh, a single player RPG coming out next year. It's going to feature basically all the primals that you see in Final Fantasy. They're having uh, more backstory. Like they're related to certain humans that are from certain houses. So it's very Game of Thrones like with primals. And it looks very exciting. Can't wait to play it. Um, he was recently um, interviewed by IGN about the game. You know, normal interview simple questions but there was one question that IGN had for him which was basically would he ever especially since Square Enix is moving more towards the international market um, would he be interested or not interested but more 
into having more people of color or black characters in the game, especially in Final Fantasy 16 game, to, you know, representation matters and stuff. And you guys, his answer, I was so upset. Like, I was just like, I know for a lot of black fans, they were like, we're not going to buy this game. And I, I feel that. But basically, he was uh, saying how having having that is, first of all, he said it was a hard question. But the reality of the situation is he had his vision set on the story to be more medieval Europe. And to paraphrase, in his eyes, in medieval Europe, black people or people of color did not exist during that time. And so the ignorance was just mm. so shockingly mm. loud. Mm. Like, I think everyone stopped reading the article at that moment. Well, Kat, I don't know. On Twitter. Well, Kat, I don't know if you know, but black people are relatively new species. Like, we didn't exist until after Shakespeare. We just popped out of nowhere. Uh, we just right. rolled up, you know, with with afros and and well, dashikis. Well, Marlon, <laughs> who was the one that taught you know the Romans how to take a bath and stuff? Aliens, obviously, it was aliens. So the Moors were aliens, is what you're saying? The were they the ones that still built the, pil- the pyramid too? Listen, Kat. Listen, Kat. I don't know what's going on in the world. Okay. All I know is that for white people, we people go didn't exist until all of a sudden they're like, "Where did y'all pop up?" And they're like, I, I'm "Like, I guess you're here now. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Earth." I mean, let me just hold, Welcome to let me, Earth. Let me okay, well, clutch Smith. my coin right. purse. Like, oh, look at that person. Independence clutch coin purse. I don't really know you that. That what Independence Day was really about? It was that. It was. It, it was, was just that. secret. It was an yes. historical depiction for the black people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Well, yeah. So that was said, and so far there's been um, a lot, especially IGN and a lot of other um, geeky articles that were covering this. Reached out to Square Enix for further comments. No further comments were made so far as of this <laughs> That's moment. That's smart. That's smart. So, uh, fun fact: He's like, um, in Final Fantasy XIV, we have a big patch coming out in December. So usually they do a live letter, which is oh, meeting the producer. He has like a big live two-hour thing going over the mm-hmm. notes of the game. Knowing that that is happening this Friday, um, I am curious and interested to see if he will say something to that relates to what just happened. I don't know if he's going to do an apology. I don't know if he's going to try to save his ass. But yeah, that is being said. And it's, it's pretty sad in our community right now. But um I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but well, Kat, we had a moment where, yeah, go ahead. I mean, okay. I mean, he did go on to say that in the end, we simply want the focus to be less on the outward appearance of our characters and more on who they are as people who are complex and diverse in their nature, beliefs, backgrounds, and motivations. They really want to focus on the inner versus the phenotypical outer was his save of like you know hey it's all about the content of the care of their character not just this, their skin this, this guy was not ready for this question he was like oh, fuck, fuck. All those he was like the what do i do what do i do oh my god someone stop me someone stop me he kept talking like uh and uh, <laughs> uh diversity was like, stop talking stop talking stop right now stop right and, now and, and it was and this question was brought up oh, brought upon that because <laughs> as you know in media it's really is really focusing on representation matters so having racial diversity having more women leaders and main characters and games and stuff like you know yeah it's happening and they want to do that because why not and i think 
from how he said or how he was viewing it and how he was caught off guard, it was like he acknowledges it, but at the same time, it was like it seemed like he said the wrong thing. Like he doesn't know his history. And two, yeah, you can focus on your characters, whatever, but that's not, that wasn't the question. <laughs> like, it was just, like, it wasn't even like, uh, why don't you? It was like, would you ever consider? Like, it was definitely an up to answer. Like, he, he didn't have to be that. <laughs> he wasn't media <laughs> like ready. And I think it's clear <laughs> that, it, I think it, he, Mostly is used, I think, to answering questions that I feel like in America, it definitely is the skill of like, hey, diversity is kind of like on the forefront of like a lot of our thoughts versus right. like where he's probably used to like, hey, it's all about in Japan. Yeah, it's like, you know, we're not really talking about that. So it's like, oh, I wasn't ready for that question. And also, this is an L for Square Enix because this is not the first time they've come under hot water. I don't know if y'all remember, no. but the Forspoken performance director, Tom Keegan, uh, described the... Uh, the black girl in the game, um, what's her name? Uh, Frey Holland is having a hip hoppy walk um, when describing how she moved in the game. They described it as being hip hoppy, and everyone was like, "Excuse me." And he was I like, to "Yeah, that she kind of she, she kind of has like a hip hop urban walk." And it fully reminded me of the Miles Morales game where he was like, "And as you can see, he flips through New York City like oh, a." Yeah. With no, the ease of a, with the ease of a New York so black uh, black youth teenager, yeah, and I was like, "What are these people <laughs> doing? Stop describing these people like that." The um, uh, you talked last week about the Goofy movie episode. I wasn't there, but um, I watched it this past week, and uh, the, all I can think of is this because, like, part of part of that episode was him like forcing the animators to like draw like goofy dapping and like like doing all this like <laughs> stuff that when it comes yeah you gotta get the snap right you didn't get the animated on the snap right like and it just it if there was someone in a video game studio that was doing that it uh, it would we would still like scratch our heads but then we would i almost there's something there that's just like but they're trying or there's a black director so it's kind of okay like mm. but you when you have no one it's just it is the it is the proverbial proverbial that's the word i'm trying to say yeah. it's the proverbial you don't have enough black people working at your company when this is your answer <laughs> this is the way you describe this thing or this is the you don't interact interact with enough people of color when you don't realize this or something like that like mm-hmm, that it's part. just out of a japanese studio not surprised honestly there's yeah. not a lot of diversity there for sure so um should they be better about this now in this world definitely because they are an international company and they should do a little bit better with this but they clearly did not consult very many people and nascar enix has a has a pr nightmare on their hands with their what's supposed to be their next big game yeah and we get to see him live on our screens on friday early early friday um, he'll be ready this I, time. He'll be ready this time. I think I, he's. I, I mean, he's in a I'm bunker. Not blame him. We're gonna have spreadsheets and like. I could be like, oh, he's tired because he works crazy hours. He only sleeps four hours a day. But I'm not gonna do that. I'm like, you that had no time. excuse. Right. You had as much research as you put into your fantasy characters and your background. You didn't have to say we don't exist, medieval. That. No. That sounded horrible. <laughs> like that sounded horrible. So, I, so my, I was like, IGN was very nice because I would have done a follow up. Oh, where did your GP popped up? What, what time?
time in history. We were a late but, DLC know. in the Earth expansion. <laughs> <laughs> so then the Moors come and the DLC. The more expansion, the more DLC. And it I was like, the offense of like the Dark Knight or something. And it's like, yeah. what is going on? What is this? <laughs> yeah. So it's just a reminder that it's 2022 and even though everything is trying to move forward, we do have moments of things still stuck in the past and whether they choose it or ignore it, it's, they got to do better because again, like the gaming, the gaming industry alone is struggling so much in trying to do better by their employees, whether Mm. it's, diverse racism or not racism but diverse races or like different genders or different orientation there's so Be many racist to everyone diverse racism <laughs> anyone <laughs> can get it this this obviously sounds like uncle ruckus <laughs> just like i hate everybody <laughs> i hate them all ruckus, no diverse races and genders orientations i'm marking this for the clip so i know to come back to that. archie bunker <laughs> a diverse racist <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> to come together and stuff, but it is not that it's not today. It's, it's sometime day. in the future. Yeah. If you can imagine that seed from Lord of the Rings is about diversity. They want us to use pronouns. They want us to acknowledge the multiple races. That day is not this day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It will come soon when the, when the realm of men will be will fall the, yeah the role of men will, will conform to pc agenda but that day is not this day <laughs> this is what happens when you watch lord of the rings too much and you're starting to show i did watch after rings of power i did watch the, the full uh director's cut oh. did you like uh, it every what did you think I, I i always love it i always do that thing whenever aragorn kicks the the helmet he broke his toe on that one because at this way it's just it's just a reflex you can't you can't really not do it anymore <laughs> that's a real scream you know it's, a, it's like a tick it's like that's it's like watching scene, yeah. rocky horror you can't help but like just recite the things yeah 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 this is true this is true mm-hmm. well hope you get to watch rings of power when you can yeah yeah um I'm going to go into the world of Disney, but not Marvel this time, but more Star Wars. Hey. I'm going to turn it to Ray. Um, Disney has put out uh, some fun little like backstory. Oh, that's fair. Uh, Disney has put out some fun little backstory and things that uh, about some of the Jedi. They literally called the Tales of the Jedi. Mm. Uh, I hope they do more of these because there's little stories. There's a lot of characters that they could do some of these stories with. Um, and uh, they only really focused on two this time. Uh, the main two, three episodes were about Count Dooku. Um mm. If you remember him from the prequels, uh, they're mostly about his fall from being a Jedi to the dark side. Um, that Those were my favorite three of the six that they put out. They're all like 15 minutes long. They, mm. they, go, they go real fast. Um, and so, but those three are cool. Qui-Gon Jinn is a little Padawan in one of them. Um, you get to see uh, Yaddle, the other uh, female... Uh, uh, creature that is the same species as Grogu and Yoda in one of them. 
Um, the funniest part and the part that the internet was losing her shit on was that Yaddle in this being that same species, she speaks in very normal sentences. Like there is no backwards uh, speech. Uh, there, she speaks just like a normal person. And so the internet was losing her shit. Like, so is Yoda just this weird person? <laughs> like, is Yoda okay? Is there something wrong with him? Wow. Why does he speak this way if he doesn't have to? Uh, they have not confirmed or denied any. Uh, any mental health or uh, any He's any learning disabilities purpose. for Yoda it had a stroke a couple but, of fights um, back and is just recovering from it slowly. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I think the answer to that will be if we ever get to see Grogu speak, um, mm. will he speak normally? Will he get? Will he speak like Yoda? Because then we'll at least have two out of three or mm-hmm. something. We'll find out soon uh, next time on Star Wars. Does this species uh, actually speak normal? Uh, we'll find or out. Is Yoda soon. just doing too much. <laughs> I think found an accent. He's like, I like this one. We'll keep this one. Right. I just want to see where Yaddle and Yoda and Yoda are just like, why are you talking like that, bro? And, 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 and Yoda's yeah. like, listen, these white, I came in one day and I stuttered once and these white folks have just been like letting me slide. So I just been doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't, I I haven't gone that. back. I haven't gone back. Yaddle, Yaddle, don't, don't you blow up my spot, Yaddle. Don't you blow up my spot, okay? Did you say shit to your bike? <laughs> I've been here for hundreds of years. No, um, so yeah, so that's funny. Uh, the other three episodes were uh, about Ahsoka, and uh, those ones were also pretty good. Um, there's they just they had a different feel to them because they were just more exploring her background. Mm. Uh, Dooku's had like a story they were trying to point out, like this is him going to the dark side. Like um, so, since Ahsoka's was less freeform, there was just less coherence between all of three of those little stories they did with her, but um, also still fun. You get to see little, little one-year-old Ahsoka be all cute and, uh, and stuff. And, uh, and using the force and things. So, and they brought back Ian McDermott uh, to be Darth Sidious. That's his actual voice. I think for a lot of people, it seems to be different voice actors. Like even Mace Windu is someone else. He hasn't been doing that. Yeah. Mace Windu has been someone else for a long Mm -hmm. time. That Clone Wars Palpatine was somebody else for a long time. I thought I didn't think it was yeah. the guy. So that's kind of that's interesting that they brought him back for that. He was only in like one episode for like three minutes. They could have easily got the other guy that did it in Clone Wars. That's true. Hmm. And of course, everyone's favorite Clancy Brown issues. is in here too. Maybe Clancy hmm. Brown, aka Mr. Krabs, is in here as well as the Inquisitor. <laughs> That man's Mr. voice Krabs. is just ridiculous. His voice range. I can't not remember yeah. him being the voice of Mr. Krabs and then seeing him voice all these other mean characters. Sponge me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then hear him be like, I'm going to rip out your spy. <laughs> same guy. In the same breath. Same breath. And of course, Phil Lamar is in here as well, playing Bale Organa again. Uh, different uh actor from the voice actor so yeah they're getting a lot of interesting people oh that's because that, i was like it, it, this was in my head there was there was two seasons of uh clone wars that tim curry was doing the voice mm. of darth sidious great um, so i was like there's great been kid. so many people that have done that voice so but yeah ian McNarman did the last season of 
Clone Wars oh. also. So it's not it's not. Super I think because Tim Curry had a stroke. Yeah, he's yeah, been he's, he's been, been sick. I think I think he was doing uh, the voice, but then he had a stroke, and he's I think yeah. half his face is paralyzed right now, and yeah. so he can't do yeah. the voices yeah. anymore. But damn it, that man has put his voice to so many different things, and I can't unhear him whenever I watch like a '90s movie or a TV show, and I'm like, mm-hmm. that is definitely Tim Curry. Fern Gully, Fern Gully, his Fern sexual Gully. awakening as an ooze pollution Toxic mode. Love. <laughs> So I'm like, you didn't have to go Love this hard, Tim. You didn't have to make this this sexual, but yes, he did. Yes, he did. Too far with this ooze monster. Hit me once. Ugh. Hit me twice. Hey man, <laughs> that was a jam back in the if day. If you watch the video oh, of him singing that song, he's having a blast in that booth. He's just like one hand in his pocket, just like I'm singing to y'all. This is I'm swaying. We're having a moment. I'm We're like, you're doing this. the voice, but he's having. He was. He act like he was being filmed. As if this is uh, a show. I'm sure he was. I'm sure watching <laughs> right. him in studio was oh amazing. Oh my god, yeah. But yeah, I definitely want to check this out. I'm really interested in just kind of checking out Count Dooku's nice. backstory. I have read a lot yeah. of the Star Wars literature, so I am interested in seeing kind of more of this backstory. Especially, I think you were telling me about is an episode where Anakin is like training Ahsoka, and like a, it's a very harsh training. It sounds like, or very mean. Yeah, mm. it's one of those like was Anakin Skywalker going too far, but like the episode. The thing that I liked about it was the episode ends with, like, kind of not. Because later on, can you imagine Ahsoka would have been able to survive Order 66 without all of that hard training? Probably not. not. So uh, there's – it's it's fun. The last episode is a very loose adaptation of the Ahsoka novel that had come out a couple of years ago. Uh, by a couple of years, I, that's a horrible descriptor. It's probably like six or seven years, um, and uh, but it was very loose adaptation. Like I said, these these episodes were like fifteen minutes long, so um, they like skipped all the characters mm. and just got straight to the point of the plot long enough to be like, uh, yeah, that's this thing, and they moved on. Like it was over real okay. fast. Um, so yeah, there's. Um, there's the Tales of the Jedi. I don't know if I have much more to say, but I what I definitely super enjoyed Dooku's little uh, storyline just to kind of see how that went. Yeah. It helps you uh, understand what what really happened, which is kind of nice. And we also get to see Qui Gon, right? Is Qui Gon make an appearance in this? Yeah, Qui Gon's a Padawan, and one of them he's a little older, and another ah. one. Uh, hmm. I'm sure the older one probably isn't. Liam Neeson. Uh, Liam Neeson. Yeah, probably not. It's definitely not the younger one, but uh, it's probably not him as the when he's in there older for a moment. That sounds about mm-hmm. right. I'm just excited. I know they they Sorry, like Disney seems to be really leaning into more Star Wars content. Um, so I'm glad that this was like as successful as it sounds. Like it sounds like it's a really cool show. It really added some like color, some texture to the world. So yeah, I definitely want to give it a a, a watch. Oh, this Qui-Gon is voiced by Mikhail Richardson. Hmm. I don't know who that is. Yeah, another guy. No, either. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, my goodness. He's actually been in movies with Liam Neeson before. Like, the first thing you click on is the trailer of him and Liam Neeson holding, like, holding one another. So I'm like, oh, wait, there it is. That makes sense. They're together in this film. Okay. Oh, it's called, it's called Made in Italy. And it's just the two of them, like, embracing one another. I'm like, ah, okay, I get it now. 
Okay. He, he, hey, should, he, he should voice, he should voice this man. Okay. No, it sounds like a bohemian artist travels to London with his estranged son to sell. It sounds like one of those like father oh, son movie. movies. Yeah. Okay. There's no killing in this. Sounds like a very artsy. I was like film. every Liam Neeson trailer on Prime Video is him no taken right, yeah. and it's always on the the trailer. He's always on the phone saying, "I will find you," and I'm like, "He's done other things." <laughs> Okay. Has he? All I see is that true. That, is that or genre. him playing Raza Ghoul type character. That's true. I mean, like, he has, yes, I'm here to train you. He does take on roles that are one type. Like I think what his his last one was like him fighting wolves in the snow, right, or something like that. Wasn't that the that movie was not you his reviewed? Last movie, but with the ice. It's been more since he that was one. driving on the ice. Oh my god! Ice yes, road. I forgot the ice truck. <laughs> He was an ice road trucker and he somehow was able to hold a semi truck from falling into the water long enough for someone to get out. And I'm like, bullshit. That truck is is way too strong for you, Liam. You're 80 years old. Probably not. He's fast and furious now because I feel like that gave him this close. He's this close. It's not like this is the last film and they're reaching out and grabbing everybody. Like, I would not be surprised if they got Liam. I wouldn't be surprised if we got like an expendable cameo. It sounds like they want to go out on top in a big way with this franchise being wrapped up. Poor (laughs) Tyrese. I don't know what's going to happen to him after this, but we'll see. Oh gosh, not a new franchise. He's gonna be fine. Oh, He'll be fine. He'll d- He's gonna be in that that He'll Mor- be in Morbius too. <laughs> or Morbius, Morbius too. I still haven't seen Direct it. Don't to, know what it's about. I, I forgot to watch it on Halloween. I need to get into that. You said you were gonna do for that for the I Matt forgot. Smith scene, so I can be like, it's, he was tiny. It's Tim. a great scene. David, what are you doing in this movie? It, <laughs> it's a great scene in an otherwise lackluster film. I will say that. Him dancing in the mirror. Is there reminiscent to like that Spider-Man three just yeah, yeah. dance, dance, dance. <laughs> just on the sidewalk. But then he goes rad and his vampire face shows. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah, it <laughs> got me. it got really campy really fast. But yeah, um definitely gonna check out uh Tales of the Jedi. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah, and then I didn't great. rap uh and or I have a couple episodes left. I kind of gave up on it, but I keep hearing that. I should keep pushing through to finish it. Is that true, gang? Yeah. I when did you watch. give up on it? Yeah. When did you? Four. Four? Why? Uh, you should have made it to at least six. Yeah, six. Is, that's, yeah. yeah, that's what Raymond was telling me. I was like, me. "Oh, okay, I'm in now. I'm on board. Let's <laughs> yeah, go. It's a six. It was <laughs> so long. I was like, "What? No, is it is. You just gotta be happening. patient. You just gotta it's be a slow burning. <laughs> just build up. Just hold on. If you can watch all those horrible shows. You can watch that part. Here's the thing. I think in my mind, I set up Star Wars films to be like, oh, this is gonna like get me some good stuff out the gate, or at least some nuggets.' And I was like, y'all aren't even giving me nuggets.'" Have you seen the original trilogy? The original trilogy is one of the slowest trilogies of all I got time. Nuggets in I there. actually, I actually, to this day, don't understand why the original trilogy is so popular. It's so slow. It's right? Like to, to I set. honestly don't think the prequels were that bad. So that's where I, my mind goes. I'm like, oh, there's always something shiny or something happening in the prequels. Someone's getting killed for no reason. It's like a bug. There's usually something shiny yep. happening in the prequels. That's <laughs> like, Oh, look, here's a, an assassin that we send to go kill Padme, and we send a second assassin to kill that assassin because we're not going to talk about why that assassin was sent or how they got a bug thing. Moving on, next plot. And I was like, yes, give me more things that wrap up themselves quickly. <laughs> you think- hey, you're picking apart the worst of the three. Get to six. Get to six. Just get to six. Get That's to all six. I can say. Okay. Get to six, and you're going to feel like, oh, okay. I'm waiting for I episode can, nine so that I can watch. I, I, 
watch this is what I do. I watch them in threes because mm-hmm. it like mm-hmm. it's like complete art. It's how it's filmed. It, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I would yeah. I would not recommend waiting till it ends and then binge watching. Don't do that. Okay. I wouldn't recommend watching one episode a, a week. Binge. But three episodes at a time, <laughs> it's a nice pace mm-hmm. and yeah. it gives you enough yeah. time to be like, okay, it's been three weeks, let me catch up. And then it has a like a nice recap. You're like, oh yeah, that's what happened. And then you're good to go to watch three more hours of the show. And it's, that's why I'm like, it's really good. Keep watching. Okay, I will go back and give it another try. You can do it. That's fine. You're like four. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'll get it. Do not stop at four. I'll give it. A but, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, there's lots of Star Wars things. There will be more. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna keep recommending everything because it's hard to do that, but. Because uh, y'all know how I feel about Marvel already. I think I'm Ooh. taking my Marvel breaks. Speaking of my Wanda, Wakanda Forever might be my last. Are thing. you sure? Wait, there's a special mm. something coming out just for the holidays for you. Yeah, Guardians uh, of yeah, the I Galaxy I was, I holiday Gunn special, November twenty uh, fifth. No, that one. But James you, but you get to see young adult Groot and a antler and an antler uh, hat that he wears, and he says, "I am Groot for Christmas." I can respect Bacon. James Gunn's work. I think his DC work has actually been better mm. than his Marvel work. Mm. Uh, but that's but that's just not saying that he didn't like figure out how to make the Guardians of the Galaxy work with that first movie. Mm. Uh, that second one is. Uh, after rewatches, that second one's more questionable. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, and I just they're but they're filler characters. Have you really thought about this? They were Thank from you. the get go. The Guardians of the Galaxy were filler mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. They, th- if you could try and convince me that Disney had a plan with those characters from the get go, they they threw them out there hoping for <laughs> something. They got it, and every time they've been in a movie, it has been inconsequential to the rest of the plot i guess except rocket's side story and infinity war with them but like also that was more about thor mm-hmm. than it was about the other ones they were just kind of there so i mean to be um, honest with you i think the I, main characters out of the group and so, like just looking at the marketing the main characters seem to be mantis and drax which is honestly better than they could. That, yeah. That's that's a good choice. Yeah, out of the entire group, those are the two to go with. Honestly, I think everyone likes <laughs> both of them two. way more than the rest of the group. People uh-huh. love group, but he's more of a merchandising thing. He says one word, but people love mm-hmm. just the dull, ridiculous goofiness of Drax and the hyper peppiness of Mantis as a duo together just works so well. And yep. the marketing mm-hmm. for the holiday special is just them attempting to... St- kidnap kevin bacon and i love every yes. bit of it other than being yes. like no 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 no, you're a christmas present he's like no, i'm a he's human like, like no no you're coming with us and he just like takes off running like we're gonna get kevin bacon <laughs> we're gonna get kevin yeah, bacon I, sounds chaotic it's it's gonna be a filler episode y'all oh, are gonna be like nothing happened and, uh, i mean this is gonna be <laughs> the equivalent of goku getting his license despite the fact that he can fly an instant transmission yep. across the galaxy yep. it's like you don't need a license goku <laughs> what would you or the naruto for? episode where him and kiba have to protect the base yes. only yes. for it to break yeah. at the very end of very deep cut. Yes, that's so good. <laughs> it's like none of this is important. None of this matters at all. None of this all. matters. But you're like, oh, we gotta meet an episode quota for the season. 
we gotta drop this in there to make this an actual quota fulfillment. Oh, and this is the holiday the special. Event. I can't. That's the epitome of filler episodes for me. Uh, That's why I had Naruto had the best filler episodes. And they were best at putting seasons of filler episodes. I had the best. I mean, actually, Bleach, I no, would say, I disagree with has that. has a lot of good filler episodes. I think Bleach had a better. Yeah, Bleach? We're, we're completely Bleach off topic now. Bleach is not a filler. Bro. That's just a waste <laughs> of time. Okay? Bleach has not been the filler category. Bleach has filler. We're going to move back to. Uh, but I am excited That's for the story. <laughs> First of all, Bleach had a lot of a lot of hits, a lot of filler that fully added more to the characters that I think were fun, but also uh-huh. like were very tongue in cheek and were really fun to watch. You know, I feel like it has a, a much better filler, I would say, track record. I would say. Mm. But back on topic, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. I think he has one more Guardians of the Galaxy film, and then he's done. Correct? Remember, just yeah. no more Guardians. Yeah. So I am wondering um, if they're gonna just go straight ahead with the filler of the Christmas episode um, or they're going to try to drop in some like Kang nuggets of like oh snap there's a temporal and I'm wondering if we're going to go through the shenanigans of Christmas and then end on at some point a uh, a plug for something you know or are we just going to get this is a Christmas movie we're not talking about anything else Hmm, that is a good question knowing that basically Ant-Man 3 comes out in February. Oh, That's the next Marvel movie with Kane. But Guardians of the Galaxy does come out next year. And so my theory is it's either just going to be a Christmas show or it's going to set up towards more of the Guardians' final movie because, um, I mean, after this, this is it. Like, I don't know what's going to happen to the actors or, act- or the characters after this mm-hmm. third movie. James Gunn, James Gunn is going to be a DC. Um, there's a lot happening within their little story. I mean, you saw Thor. They were partly in there helping Thor, and then they had to go take off to do something. So I wonder if it's going to be like that, if the if this Christmas show is going to end on a way of they, got a, they found a signal of the 2014 Gomorrah, and they're like, we got to go, and that's how it ends, so that we won't see them again to the movie. Don't know. Yeah, I mean, the question does become like, are they going to continue to use these characters after James Gunn departs, or are we just never going to see the Guardians after this last movie comes out? Are they going to go off into the suns? I mean, it also looks like from the trailer that I don't know how much Star Lord is in this. It sounds like this is going to be a side mission for the gang, which means less Chris Pratt. Which again. James Gunn has defended Chris Pratt being like, yo, I want to do movies with him. But it does look like the setup is Chris Pratt isn't as a main character as he wasn't initially. And so I'm wondering if we're going to start seeing uh, kind of a phasing out of every character. Gamora's been phased out to the point where she's not even in this film, apparently. She's just showing a trailer since we know that, you know, Homegirl, uh, Zeldana's doing everything else with Chris Cameron doing her her blue movie. She just did um, her film on Netflix uh, from scratch. From scratch. The called blue movie. I called the blue movie. You talking, are you talking <laughs> you about the Switch? The Avatar. The, the Avatar movie? movie. She's doing that. The blue water movie? The blue water Sounds like the Smurfs. The Smurfs. Water world? You know, she's she water seems to be involved in like a lot thing. of other things, and I think apart from everyone else, it looks like Dave Bautista has time. Uh, it looks like uh, our girl Palm has time. If Bradley can come into a studio and still convince and knock out their lines and be done with it, but the rest of the team just seem to be showing up. So I'm. I think we're going to start seeing them phase out and. 
that might mean we're just gonna go to the chapter which means less people on the roster which hey i'm not mad at i don't think they can consistently keep their current <laughs> roster plus the eternals plus the new <laughs> plus the young avengers they're gonna have to start the they're gonna have to start dr- dropping some people to really make room so i think the guardians being dropped from like X-Men. lineup to bring in the x-men makes sense yeah you're just you are still years off from the X. But hey, oh, yeah. that's so. the that's the void they're gonna fill in. Um, I did want to say, Marlon, that Dave Batista did say when James Gunn was fired the first time, mm-hmm. Dave Batista was the first one to quit too because he was like, "Well, I'm not gonna be in this movie if James Gunn is not gonna be here." That's fair. You know, James Gunn came back, and that's how they were able to finish the third movie. Now that James Gunn is gonna be gone. I also think that's going to be one of those things where he's not here, then I'm definitely gone. So I know Dave Batista is out of this. Like, this oh, is yeah. his last Guardians movie for sure. So mm-hmm. whatever happens to Drax, I'm just hoping for a pretty happy ending because, I mean, he's one of those characters that he doesn't do anything to nobody. He just fights hard, but he loves hard. So that's he should Drax. have a pretty nice, he should have a nice ending or a nice conclusion. At least, I mean, we hope. I trust. Right? I trust James Gunn for that time when we when that movie comes. I trust them. I trust him to be all the characters be where they need to be, and that. Did it, you trust Tiger? Oh, Tiger, yeah. And also, just so you know, Cat, I agree with you, but also know that Dave Bautista is signed on for for another Army of the Dead film. Um, you make good money. <laughs> he signed on and you're gonna watch one. it. But do you trust? Did you trust Taika to do right by oh. the Thor characters? Because I feel like they didn't. They didn't right by by Valkyrie for sure. No. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know if I can. If if Taika's Disney influence left me for wanting, it's very easy for James Gunn's Disney influence. I, to want to. I feel like with Taika though, he's doing a lot. So I really feel like. Yeah, so I didn't. James I didn't. He's, no, he's, but I mean, like, Tyga's doing a lot. Like James Gunn, yeah, he's becoming director of studios, but he's not doing as much directing and producing as Tyga on small and large. Like everything that I've seen, if you look at Tyga's thing right now, it is booked. And I'm like, I don't even know how he had time to direct Thor three because that man was crazy busy. Um, and mm. plus, I yeah, I. I was kind of upset that Thor was entertaining, but only like 50% of it was really entertaining to me. And that was literally the second half of the movie. And that mm. was because of Christian Bale. Yeah. <laughs> um, but hey, we'll see next year, you know, 2023. So another year of, if you are still on the Marvel bandwagon to uh, continue down this Crazy road of life. <laughs> Crazy road of life. That's true. We'll see what happens with that train. I mean, they got they got more on the way. We'll see what other Christmas episodes they got coming our way. Um, now, cat, I have an anime for you, and I'm not sure. I should have a cat for. I have an anime for everyone. Um, uh, do you all watch those like romance animes where like the the girl falls in love with a guy or vice versa, and it's very cute and adorable? Do you all watch those animes? I love Fruit Basket. Okay, I love Fruit Basket, but that's one anime. 
when it's when it's a, <laughs> it's banger, a banger, okay, it gets on my list. It has to be when special. It's just a, like it's got to be special for it. Has to be like a weird that, that situation genre. happening Ooh, too. Okay, okay. Well, I have a weird situation for you. There's an anime. Oh, hello, Zenny. There's an anime on Netflix called Romantic Killer, where there is this video game loving, um, TV show watching young woman <laughs> who doesn't care about dating at all. Until this little cherub Cupid guy comes in, it's like, no, 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 I'm gonna find you a boyfriend. She goes, I don't want a boyfriend. And so her whole goal is to try to kill romance as this creature sends hot boys her way. Uh, and she's basically just trying to avoid falling in love. And she comically just like falls into every attractive guy ever and is like, I wanna go home and play this new video game. And then goes, Oh, okay, I was just gonna go to the park, you know, and with the souffle I baked and play uh, you know, some 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 board games. It was great. I'm going to go home and put on my pajamas and watch my favorite episode of my show is coming out tonight. And, it's, and this creature's like, you got to find love and I'm going to find it for you. And she's just like fighting him as he's like trying to like just set up all his boys. And it, the setup to me was like, this is hilarious because she is trying that her hardest something. to avoid falling in love. And there's just hot men running into her. She's like, no, thank you. I have to go. Very like, very fruit basket, like cute, uh, like boys who are just like, oh, hello there. My name is oh, Kitsuyo. No. And, um, or in high school. Exactly. And mm-hmm. she just wants to play her PS5 and play with her cat and watch TV I mean, in, her, in, her, in her big t-shirt and her sweatpants. That sounds nice to can, me. Right? Can you, like, right? not count? First of all, I felt really threatened at that moment. I was like, first of all, that was my life two years ago. We're not going to talk about that. Second of all, I would definitely watch this because I know exactly how that girl fits. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, yeah. Like <laughs> the first episode is her being like most girls like to like talk about boys i was on the playground battling monsters just like a bunch of boys play like pokemon and just like she's like fighting in the play yard and just and as i got older everyone wants to go out and do karaoke and i was like no 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 tonight's the special uh drop of the video game i have to go home and play that tonight like i have to go right now uh she's, so she's like leaving girl, social events to play video games and the guy's like that's not what women do because that's what i do that's what i like to do you crazy little cherub creature i want to do these things leave me alone my only love in my life I is my cat mimi q she starts kissing her cat <laughs> <laughs> he's like and she's like he's like that's not normal you should want to find love because this is my normal leave me alone Wait. i can appreciate the show's use of proper diversity. Uh, it's, it's almost like Square Enix should pay attention. Yes. But, uh, the uh, just just showing a good good example of this is this these are people in real life that feel this mm-hmm. way, and uh, when you least expect it. So uh, let's not judge a book by its cover. Yeah, it has twelve episodes, and I've been enjoying myself, just enjoying this girl. I don't know if you all seen. Um, What's that show with the guy has pink hair and the antenna? Is it, is it Psyche? It kind of reminds me of Psyche. If you haven't seen Psyche, it's no. another great anime. But this basically, Psyche and this uh, and his own anime is basically the one punch man of this world. Uh, except he has telekinesis. He has super strength. He has all these, basically he has all these godlike powers, but just wants to go to high school. Uh, and... <laughs> And he, just, and he just and he just wants to go to high school. He just wants to study and take tests. And he doesn't want to do anything with his powers. But he hates inconvenience. So if there's like a meteor coming, it's like, oh, great, it's a meteor. And he like jumps out into space and like punches it. And he goes, oh, no, I'm late for homeroom. And he flies back to 
This show gives me those vibes of like this person has powers to the extra order, but they're like, no, 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 I just want to play video games and eat chocolate. Like, uh, please leave me alone. I don't want this adventure. <gasps> me too, girl. Me too. So you're into that kind and of I'm stuff. mad I checked on Netflix and it said 98% match for me. So I was like, Netflix knows you. Netflix is like, we remember what stage you were two years ago. We remember what you like. Netflix does. Romantic killer. Netflix remembers. You want to watch it? Netflix remembers. That should be a shirt. I might have to make that into a shirt. But yeah, give that a watch. That's fun. Uh, And then if you want to see your favorite character uh, make terrible choices, uh, watch The Inside Man. Um, It's four episodes uh, and it stars uh, David Tennant. This is a live action action. Starts David Tennant and Stanley Tucci. It's four episodes and it is just four hours of like, why are you making these choices? But the premise, wow. but the premise of the choice um, of, the, of the show, as quoted by Stanley Tucci, is that everyone is capable of murder given the right day and the right time and the right person. And so you kind of watch as that like that takes action, and you watch as these things happen, and like, oh my god, this is a bad situation. How did it get in this situation? You gotta get out of this. You gotta get out of this. Oh no, you made a wrong choice. You made it double worse. You're this, oh, this, this is bad. This is bad. And you kind of just watch this snowball into worse, into worse, into worse. Uh, but yeah, inside man, it's four hours that I think you'll enjoy. Hmm. Four. I mean, the emphasis of four hours. Four hours. I'm just like it's four hours is four, It seems like you're probably one hour for four episodes. Hours. You are Camilla and I. I think had an argument at some point about like <laughs> people making bad choices, and we were both really irritated. Like I just don't think people make those bad of a choices but also i don't know all people so maybe this is possible maybe someone can make a choice this bad but yeah see it yourself and tell me if you would make the same choices because there are very uh interesting choices people decide to make that i'm like this is just dumb i don't know why you did that to yourself but you ruined it couldn't be me could it be me (laughs) oh my god could it be me uh yeah and then of course if you got time and you want to watch uh, 25-year-olds uh, try to date 30-year-old women and uh, see Love is Blind because this season has been the worst season of Love is Blind that I've watched on the premise that they allow 25-year-olds in uh, and these men are bad. These are 25-year-old men who are dating 32- and 33-year-old women and these men are not in the emotional space to be dating these women at all. Question. And it's been rough. Go for it. What was the setup before? I, I don't Here's know. the thing. I feel like there were at least like 30 or like 28. Like they were, and also I feel like the younger people that were on here, like the late 20s, happened to be like the women still. But like I didn't see any of these younger men come in. But I will say it seems, it seems like the show knows uh, what pulls people in. And last year, drama was a lot. They had a lot more hits mm-hmm. for season two than they had in season one. And so I think for the season three, they adjusted a lot of things. And what they adjusted was there were a few more younger or mid-20s uh, people involved in this year's grouping. And two of them, you know, got coupled up pretty early. Uh, and what we're watching is like really bad communication because they're 25-year-old men uh, who, mm. you know, have, you know, very little experience dating outside of leaving college. And so they're just not doing great with these women who have like real jobs who are like in their thirties, who've done a lot of things. Um, And the show definitely, I would say feels a bit more 
it feels a bit more reality TV than I think season one was when it was an actual experiment. Can you fall in love without knowing someone? And I think what we're seeing with the show is that the experiment is over. Uh, people know the show, they know the formula, and they know, hey, I can get famous on this thing. And so I think we might see a season where there are no one actually gets married this season um, because everyone's a bad matchup this year. It's just bad matches. It just it's bad matchups from like top to bottom, and it's like bad. Like everyone is terrible. Some young man told a woman like are you bipolar? You're always mean to me. And I'm like, that's not what you say to women. When you're having an argument, that's not at all what you do. <laughs> you went way too far. We'll that's way too I much. That's what I'm saying. I'll show you bipolar. One man <laughs> told the woman he was going to marry that he was attracted to someone else to her face. And said I that, saw that clip. And said to her face, I'm more interested in her body type to her face. And this mm-hmm. woman just sat there and took it. As she was saying, yeah, she just is so hot, mm-hmm. her body's so tight, so fit. I'm normally into that. And this woman is just sitting there, just eating that up. And I'm like, you need to leave. <laughs> it just sounds like that, that, that TikTok noise. You need to leave. <laughs> just, you need to leave. <laughs> you need to go. And I I watched it wanting to be a part of the drama, but now the drama just feels way too uncomfortable. Like, all oh, y'all just need to go right. to therapy. Like, all this is just bad. And yeah. So that's what's happening in the world. The audacity. The audacity is bad, y'all. Like I, as someone who's in their 30s, I don't know if I would date someone who's 25, mostly because I don't know what experiences. It, it depends on what your experiences are, I would say. It seems like a lot of these men at 25 have dated maybe one person seriously or two people seriously uh, and are just... Like they're mom boys, too. They're very much uh, family <laughs> boys. And one of them is definitely has racist parents. Uh, who don't mm. want to meet his um, brown fiance, uh, which was oh. real rough to watch. Uh, then be like, yeah, Yo. we just don't, we, we just never imagine you'd be with someone like her. Um, so <gasps> in twenty twenty two, in twenty twenty two, y'all, even a, in a pandemic, really, it's in a like, pandemic, y'all, <laughs> we still got one life to live, and y'all still have the audacity to be like. Hmm. She's different. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We don't like it. But you know what? That's fine. That's fine. I got that out of the way. What's been a real sad, depressing thing to watch has been Blockbuster of a show. I love Randall Park. Wow. uh, And it has not been good. I think there was a review out that said it was joyless. Oh my gosh. As far as reviews go, that was was kind of (laughs) mean. It's like, damn, they really didn't like the show. Um, if you wow. don't know, Netflix picked up um, a series um, called Blockbuster, uh, created by created by Vanessa Ramos, who had her hands in all their good shows: Brooklyn Nine Nine, Superstore, mm. which is important, <gasps> which is important to this to bring up. So again, we know that one of the characters, Melissa Fumero, is from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, who's on the show, one of the main characters. And the reason why it's important that you remember that Vanessa is known for Superstore as a writer is because Blockbuster, beat for beat, mimics lots of scenes in um, Superstore. Like, Melissa plays a character named Eliza, who went to an Ivy League school. Uh, and always talks about how she went to an Ivy League school. If you remember Superstore, Jonah 
was a character yeah. who always talking about going to an Ivy League school in every conversation. Um, you recall um, America Ferrera's character is married and interested in a co-worker. Melissa Fumero is married and interested in Randall Park and everyone around them knows it and is like trying to like dance around the subject. Uh, and it just like, there's just so many moments that you're like, this is Superstore. This entire show is, I think the most fun part of the show is J.B. Smooth, which I feel like you can't go wrong with J.B. Smooth. Like he's just yeah. sprinkles his like loud voice and it's like, yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for J.B. Smooth. Otherwise, yeah, again, it's not great. Um, I don't know if it's going to last a, a, another season like Blockbuster. Um, maybe it's a point. Maybe it's a point they wanted to like stab the knife in twice into Blockbuster. Not only did Stop. we kill Damn. your company, Damn. but we killed a show you about Netflix you too. Netflix passive aggressive? Uh, I was like, uh, let's make a show about Blockbuster. Death to your trademark. Marlon, on Rotten Tomatoes, the average audience score is 43%, and for critics score is 22%. And there's That's a high Forbes, for critics. There's a <laughs> Forbes article that says Netflix's blockbuster is the worst reviewed show on TV right now. Like That's, damn. I'm offering it add tear to your fucking oh it's it's really bad y'all and i feel bad because i love randall park and i really like right. him but it, it just feels like they combined so many shows that fit that genre like they try to combine um what was that show that takes place in canada kim's convenience they try to throw in like mm-hmm. some kim convenience um by having um randall park have his parents who are also involved like tangentially he'll go and visit them they want to get involved in arguments they're they're trying to find their footing this season and they never find it at no point in time can they find a good footing it feels like they're jumping from like topic to topic theme to theme and they don't all tie together in a way that feels like it's a cohesive season it feels like each episode you could watch it individually and not have to watch the previous one to know what's happening it was just a series of shorts that you kind of watched over and over again. And it's unfortunate because there are a lot of the casts in here. Everyone's doing their best, but overall it just doesn't work um, at mm. all. Disappointing. But hey, that's what you get. I mean, the good thing is Randall Park will, will bounce back. He has way more projects coming up. I mean, the man has Ant-Man and the Quantum, the Wasp coming up. He has Aquaman, which I forgot that he was in Aquaman, too. He was in Aquaman. He plays Dr. Steven Shin in Aquaman. So he's in a Marvel and a DC film. And I'm like, oh, he's fine. He'll be fine. He has has work. He's going to be A-OK at the end of it. Uh, so yeah, he's 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 gonna be good. Like he's fine. Everyone's gonna be fine from the show. But uh, just like the blockbuster in the real world, uh, this one's gonna pack up its store and depart from uh, Netflix, from the zeitgeist, and it'll be gone. But if you want to watch it and just baffle in how this could get made and how this could be greenlit, because again, someone had to have seen a pilot and been like, yeah, let's do this. So if you or to, maybe they were on their phone the whole time and was like, yeah, this is good. Yeah, If you want to watch it and also wonder to yourself why, check out Blockbuster. It is it is a thing to behold. It's like a trash can on fire rolling down a hill towards a car. 
You're like, I know it's going to hit that car, but I got to keep watching it to see how I it explodes. I got to see it. I got to see the impact. I got to see the impact. What's, what's it going to do? It's going to explode. That's that sounds more entertaining than how you, <laughs> you know what? Blockbuster. That's so, fair. So that's no. fair. You're right. Action is Yeah. Oh, it's sad. But yeah, there's blockbuster for you all. Uh, you're not gonna need it. You're not gonna need it in your world in your life. You don't need it. It's it's truly disappointing. But if you're a fan of um, of, uh, of musicals, Willa Claudia plays a character. Did y'all see In the Heights the movie? Yeah. The woman that plays Abuela Claudia plays a character that is named Connie. Mm-hmm. She, I think, she's the best part of the show. This this woman oh. is the best part of the show. Because <laughs> she just, she has so many bits where she like dances because she's high on like five hour energy and she's just like dancing around telling people to eat her shorts and just like knocking over DVDs. <laughs> and it's like, who's this woman? So random. She's the best part of the show. They don't give her enough screen time, but she honestly, you watch it, she's a gem. I If, if I give a show a 10, it'd be just because of her. Because whenever she's on screen, it is worth the watch. I pay attention to what she's saying because it's going to be gold. Blockbuster. Well, thank you, our trash correspondent. Nom, 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 nom. Well, some of it wasn't trash because yep. now I'm definitely going to check out Romantic Killer because that's Romantic basically killer. my my life <laughs> in an anime. Um, yeah, thanks, Marlon, for that. Of course, that's for you. Yeah, and then we're all um, going to see Black Panther at different times, but we're excited to talk about when it when it drops. Honestly, how's everyone feeling about this movie? It's here, and I'm ready for it to make me cry. Same. I know, exactly it's, I know it's going Hydrate. to. Hydrate. Bring a water bottle. I think we, I'm going to bring yeah. a three, Close to three hours, Marlon Yes, said, two so, hours uh, and 41 minutes. So if you want Marvel, to, you need to stop doing if this. If you go to see it at eight. I know. I'm old. My bladder is I only so Cat, oh what are you doing? <laughs> because that was the only time I could see it. All the other things were sold out. Oh, better take a nap. You better take a, you better, I am taking a nap. Jesus I'm off that day. I was taking a nap before. God damn. Yeah, you got to be here for a minute. I'm coming back home and go to bed. Hey. Like, straight to bed. <laughs> just open the door and just roll. Yeah. I would bring if you can like one of those like body rollers just to roll up your thighs, just like really like stretch out those muscles because you're gonna be sitting there for a minute. You're gonna have to roll them up a bit so you don't get atrophy. Oh, someone lost a child. Uh-oh. Amber alert! Amber alert! There's a child somewhere. It's little Ma- tornado. Fault. Little like- Megan's oh, gone missing. Little Megan's gone missing. <laughs> Earthquake. Oh, it's gone now. And a white Dodge Ram. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Okay. You did something. Geek Force breaking uh, no, news. I guess Someone's we gotta missing. go, y'all. I gotta go save the day. Um, yeah. To, uh, Black Panther. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it because I know that's gonna be a very therapeutic uh, it's gonna break session. Us. I'm just like, please just have the sad Supposedly. stuff first. Mm. I mean, we're gonna have to talk about it, whether it's whatever expectations you have. We're gonna have to talk I about can, it. I respect that there's more of the cast coming out talking about how they also agreed that they didn't need to they didn't want to recast mm. Chadwick uh, but I, I'm i just really curious what they're doing with this movie that's going to make me feel mm. like uh, that was that was uh, that was a strong story choice mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so we'll see I 
I'm interested. It's Black Panther. It's Black Panther. We're all going to hopefully like this Rihanna song. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone's thoughts changed on who the new one's going to be as who, who's going who who's going to take up the mantle? Like have you guys changed your 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 thoughts on that since we last talked about this? Good question. Oh, sticking with Okoye. I mean, I think I'm saying Lupita, but not. I wouldn't be surprised if all three girls wear the costume. Like, I think there's going to be a moment where we all are Black Panther. Okay, we're all Gamora. We are Gamora. I mean, (laughs) the movie does do, and again, like if you haven't heard this, Ray, I don't want to symbol anything for you, but I think one of the the teaser cuts did show. Uh, a particular like outfit of like what looks like a female Black Panther costume. Yeah, that, but again, that could uh, be a throwaway though. Then it could be a throwaway. No one knows. It could be teasing us. But again, I I think it's. I would say if it's going to be anyone, I would like it to be Okoye. I think uh, that would show. I think a lot of I think development for that character as being someone that looked after T'Challa, something that also holds. Um, the kingdom at a weight as well, like not royalty, but like I give my life to this kingdom and almost like, I think a superhero way of like, I'm devoting myself not because of duty, but because of a choice I'm making. Like I want to be here. Like I didn't follow the last guy who tried to take over because I didn't believe enough in like what he was doing. So I want to take on the mantle and support the kingdom. But regardless, we're going to get, I think maybe a potential ten minutes of a of, of a funeral. I think at some point, and it's gonna be it's gonna be, it's gonna be detrimental crying, to. It's be twenty minutes. They're right. they're gonna linger on so many speeches. Uh, they're gonna pull. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled out some kind of like actual uh, character or person from the real world to like drop some like great Stop. some like great uh, like. Some great speech Ooh. about men in this Ooh. world. I don't know. Malala. I mean, hey, here's the thing. Angela Davis up no, in no, here. Here's I'm going to be like, why? Is she here? Wait, here's the thing. I'm going to be upset. Didn't, didn't Stacey Abrams appear on Star Trek as the yes. president of the world? Don't do this. I oh, feel like they're going to pull some. <laughs> I feel like they're going to do something. Like they're going to pull some person up there. They're going to be like, oh, sad, that's a real person. And they're going to say something that, that applies to both Chadwick Boseman and T'Challa in a way, or mention something, and we're always going to cry and sob about it. They'll have a somber Gosh. scene, and it'll we'll transition into it, someone huh? being like, listen, T'Challa yes. is all of us. He, he had a mission to touch people, to give them hope, and we had to embody that. There's going to be a whole thing they tie it back to his character, uh, transcending the role multiple times to pull in more tearjerkers. So we're going to get a lot of scenes of them just like absolutely just fucking with our, our tear ducts, just to be like, Yes, this is sad. I cry. I'm gonna. Cry. I I'm gonna stop thinking about this movie for the next week because <laughs> I actually think if 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 it turns into a Disney like making money off of this man, I'm gonna be very upset. I, mean, I I'm gonna Disney. I will say, sad, but yeah. Angela Bassett has been, you know, she's always fabulous, but I heard that her performance, again, top notch in this whole movie, that there's already Oscar buzz surrounding her uh, character in this movie. And I'm just like, I mean, she made me cry in the trailer. I'm not going to handle it. I already know the movie. Every time she pops up, I'm just going to start crying. Because I'm like, whatever she says is true. 
This is true. Marvel's never going to get a actor award for anything. In a- never say never. Disney has it's deep pockets. Disney has deep happen. pockets. And Disney I mean, owns 25% of the world. And, we, and remember, Black Panther definitely was one of those films that people were and he got nominated too. people were going hard for nominating Black Panther for an Oscar. And I would say this. I guess the Green Book. A post-Will Smith slap Oscars, <laughs> I think it's yes. looking to pick up a win. Green a post-Will Smith black Oscar is like, part. listen, we gotta we gotta come back. <laughs> what if we give Wakanda forever guys. an Oscar? Dream what big. if we give an Oscar? Oscar season? Oh, if say. I see Black Panther... I'm gonna be like, it better win. I don't really let's, care. Uh, <laughs> let's see if this movie is worthy of that first. Uh, let's let's start with that. Please. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's I'm worthy or not. It needs to be nominated because there have been worse movies nominated. Yikes! So Black Panther can be nominated. We both know you guys. First of all, it was nominated and it won. Wait, wait. And it, why? Do you why? mean La La Land won? I'm sorry. I think you meant La La Land won that year. <laughs> what, what, what was that? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wait, no, wasn't it like La La Land first? Was, oh, no, actually, it's Green Book. <laughs> no, that, oh, no, 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 that was, was um, it, uh, it was Moonlight. Uh, Moonlight. It was Moonlight. Moonlight. It was Moonlight. You're Moonlight. right. You're right. Moonlight won. Oh, that duh. was a weird. That was a weird. That happened back ago. to back. <laughs> I was just like, y'all messing up. That was. But confusing. I would never forget Chatwick's face when Green Book was announced because he looked back at a uh, Michael B. Jordan like. And I was like, same. And I will never forget that. So I hope I hope the Academy remembered that as Panther Two comes out and if it wins. Hey, we'll see. I mean, hopefully, a lot of uh, people that went to the premiere saying they loved it. But again, we don't really know. Those folks who went to see it earlier are industry folks, so they're not going to say anything bad about a film. Uh, but you know. We're getting closer to the release date, and hopefully, people keep the spoilers to themselves and no just tell us that they week. enjoyed it. So, and we'll have to wait I, and see. I, I do wonder if this, if, if it is bad, my single bit. If it is, will it be reviewed strictly because of Chadwick? Oh, like, absolutely. With him in mind, like I mean, I think like, we're not going to give this a below fifty because this is for Chadwick. Kind I of think thing. absolutely that's going to be the thing. <laughs> I mean, also, this film has already been I mean, nominated for two awards already for Best Original Song and Best Original Score. It's been nominated for a Hollywood Music oh, and Media it? Award. The Rihanna song? Uh, yeah. Uh, Rihanna song, Lift Me Up. And, um, already? Yeah, already. It just it, came out last it, week. it already has a nominee. Yeah. But yeah, I get it. Just I, came out. It did. But again, I think, honestly, it's important to name it that I think this film, yes, it's called and, Black Panther. So it begins. But <laughs> it begins. Yeah, think, yeah, this film is called Black Panther Wakanda Forever, but it's always oh, going to be that Chadwick Boseman film. And so I think that is going to be mm-hmm. heavily considered when people do review it. Like, hey, like, right. what is this? How does this connect to Chadwick Boseman? Like, they're going to at some point attach Chadwick to whatever discussion there is on this film because of his impact to the role, uh, for better or for worse, however this film goes. And they're going to use, you know, his image, his words for a lot of these things. And so hopefully, like Ray says, we don't see them trying to capitalize on it too much. But um, we also know that they want to, you know, Ryan Coogler and the cast want to do a send-off in a way. Um, But also they are given the task of not only doing all those things, but tying it into the greater Kang story, tie it into uh, the Mm. Atlanteans and Namor. So Ryan Coogler has his hands... Mm. 
like really full of trying to balance a successful and really uh, serious tribute, but also keep the Marvel engine going and keep those like three acts where there's a big bad and the third act and maybe some laser shows happening. So <gasps> Doctor Doom. I mean, that's the only other connection I can see. I mean, if they add another character okay, at this point, it's ridiculous. I, I won't say <laughs> shit, but. If they, if Doctor Doom is like reference, I'm gonna lose my shit because that's all well, I care about about the Latveria next two phases. Was Marvel. already talked about in uh, the the Winter Soldier. They talked about that. They talked yes. about Latveria already. But in Black Panther, it would mean even more because you care about the X Men more than you care about Doctor Doom. <laughs> oh, no, I care about them equally, actually. <laughs> That's impressive. Doctor Doom is like one of my favorite absolute characters in the whole universe. I, b- I believe that. Ooh, I will say there are a couple but people who surprised that. And I also say on IMDb, there are a couple people who do not have cast names. Like there are people who have blanks where their character name is. So we might be seeing Blank. some. And they're like listed sixth on like, like was- Lake Bell is on here as a member of the cast. Lake Bell doesn't have a role right now currently hmm. and we recall during she did the voice force of of black widow in the what if series yeah. so oh. maybe she's doing a voice for somebody well that's the way they're not showing her face she also has poison ivy as well in the harley yeah, quinn show yeah so we'll see interesting yeah, she played Vanessa Fisk in, I think, uh, Spider-Man TV show as well. Um, which one is this? This is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, she plays Vanessa Fisk into in, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, so she just does Marvel Maybe she's work. bringing their character back as Vanessa Fisk? We already have Fisk in this universe. No, we don't want this. <laughs> Maybe instead of Doom, you get Fisk again. <laughs> I don't. I'm just nervous. It will be another. I don't want it to be like another Doctor Strange, where it had so many characters. Even if it was for like that one moment, I mm. I don't want to go through a moment like this. Movie's already heavy as it is. I don't want them to be like now. We're gonna add in all these other Marvel characters for this one camp. It'll be like this is too much. Like I'm still crying from the first part of the movie. You gonna add? these random other characters. We'll see. I'm hoping it's not stacked. But, and no. if it is stacked, I don't think it's Ryan's fault. If it is stacked, I definitely think it's a studio really getting at him. So like, it has to fit within the cookie cutter Marvel thing. So if it is stacked in any way, I think it was out of his hands. I think he was it told. Is, it's two hours, 40 minutes. What is three it's hours? When did it's going to be that Age of Ultron. Age of diapers. That part. This movie was fine until they made him insert in 30 bad minutes mm-hmm. of the movie. So, uh, yeah. anyway, uh, we should try and fit it in next week um, very quickly. You should. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm probably going to watch it the following week on a Tuesday. But, yeah, y'all. Oh, that's true. I'll try. But, yeah, let's see what happens. I'm excited that's for true. it. Hoping for the best. Ryan, I know you did your best, and Marvel Studios is difficult. And I know that's why you're excited to do your Creed film, because you have a lot more freedom of that. So Yeah. Uh, he's back for Creed. Yeah, I think he's doing another Creed, right? No, I think Michael B. Jordan's directing that one, actually. Oh, my God. You're right. He is directing his own. You're right. Yeah. 
Because I think Ryan was too busy doing Black Panther too. That right, Black Panther right. was like, well, I'll just I'll just direct it. Damn. And but then that's a whole other conversation that when that movie comes out, we're gonna have to review it because John the Major John Majors. Majors. Uh, Wait, no. whatever he is, I'm rooting for his side. I don't care he's a villain. Ryan Coogler is still, I think, listed as a as a writer, getting writing credit. Him and his, him and Keenan are both on here. But mm. yeah, him and Keenan are on here. Keenan Coogler. Oh, Keenan Coogler. I was like, Keenan Thompson. No, he can't mean that. He can't. Yeah, no, you, don't, you don't say. Sorry, Ryan. You don't say Keenan in one word. There's only now, one person that can immediately just Keenan, and that's Keenan yeah. Thompson. Only he is Keenan. So sorry. Yes, I, it doesn't like he set off from directing, but he is still um, getting credit. Writing. Yeah. So damn, that's Ryan gonna be is a, busy uh, as hell, um, and I'm sure this busy. took a lot of his time. So. However, this movie comes out. I am excited for it. Um, I know that he also has the Ironheart series as the, as the executive producer. He has oh. he has another untitled Wakanda project that is to be announced. Is it the Dora Milaje TV show? Remember? It's listed just about. as like untitled Wakanda project. And so far, it looks like Okoye is the only one on it. So maybe it is the Dora Milaje one. Um, mm. But yeah, that was gonna come out. Yeah, yeah. Disney Plus. That's Looks great. like he has Ironheart and then a Wakanda project coming up. Hmm. Oh yeah, for keep forgetting Riri's, Riri's in there. Anyway. She's hey, in it. Um, she's hey, in the posters. Hey, That's hey, how I know it's hey, real. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. She's That's not like a um, one cameo person. So is Anthony Ramos. <laughs> oh, huge news! We have a festo finally. It's Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen is going to be Mephisto in Ironheart. He's listed as Mephisto. Really? I heard that. And Chris Summers. Was it confirmed? Was it confirmed? He's on the cast list of Ironheart, and his name is literally Mephisto. (gasps) It's confirmed. Only two people have a a character name, and that is Dominique and Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, on IMDb. Only two people have an actual (laughs) character name, and that's Dominique. As Riri oh, and Sasha Baron Cohen as Okay, Mephisto. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Sasha's a good actor. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. And apparently Cree Summers is in here too, so we love oh, Cree. They brought back Cree. They got Cree in here. I don't know what she's going to be doing, but also Dude, Anthony Ramos is in all six episodes of this series. So if you know Anthony Ramos, he was in Hamilton. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in that new Liam Neeson. He was in the Heights. In the Heights, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and he's in six episodes movie. of this, and That's I don't know what his title or his... I don't know what he's doing in it, but he is listed and slated for six episodes. I think I saw his character name on, like, Nerdus or something, but I'll look it up later. we we'll have to see. But yeah. That's all I got on my end. Cat, back right. to you. On the Marvel front. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. Um, anything else we want to add to the agenda before we wrap up? Okay. Thank you guys for coming together and having such a great show today. Listeners, don't forget to drop a comment, say hi on any of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and geekforcepodcast.com. With that being said, be safe, get plenty of sleep, and eat your vegetables. Geek on. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.